acoustically play the fucking intro. Na 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 this is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. And I can't believe we did it. We did. <laughs> One take, Dustin. Well done. Yes. This is SLC Punkcast. This is our Acoustic Songs Part 2. Part edition. 2. Special edition, episode 73.5. Thank you so much for joining us. This is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing, critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk music. And man, oh man, we're going to do... A kind of a mix of stuff here with the acoustic uh, episode, Dustin. A few not, new songs. Quite a few new songs since the last acoustic episode. Right. And not just bands that are acoustic punk bands, but are punk bands that did acoustic albums or just some acoustic tracks that we liked from over the years. And yeah, we got all sorts of stuff. And an interview, Dustin. An interview, Chris. We're with... interviewing. This band... Which five. is going to be Five Cent Psychiatrist. There you go. Five Cent Psychiatrist. These guys are from Jacksonville, Florida. Right on. We're going to play a track. We're going to do different than we normally do with uh, what are we gonna the do? band tracks. We're going to play the track from the band we're doing the interview with. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to play a handful of other tracks. Then we'll play a couple more tracks from the band with the interview in the middle of that. Right on. That sounds great. Dustin, uh, Five Cent Psychiatrist. You can find him on Facebook at Five Cent Psychiatrist. You mentioned they're from Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Is it like against me from Jacksonville? A Gainesville. Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. differentville. Yeah. Never mind that. So much for that tangent I was going to go off on. <laughs> Their genre is fun punk, dude. It is. And uh, it is. they are found on Acoustic Fury Records. Influences include, well, Misfits and Minor Threat and... All sorts of other awesome punk bands. Listen to the interview. They talk about all of that. Right. And we're listening to, like, Anthropy. Like That's a, the album, and the track is A, a Day, Day in the Life. in the Life. Came out this year, Dustin. It did. April 25th. On Instagram, at five. That's the number five, Sit Psychiatrist. Let's listen to a little bit of A Day in the Life. And you keep falling far behind. I said, my God, why can't you read on It's a punk harmonica, Dustin. I would put that there anyway. I would call it that. Well, you've called it there. I don't know if you're first, but it sounds great. Dustin. Boy, we love Face to Face. Yeah, we do. We've seen them a couple times already. Yes, we have. Uh, They did their acoustic sessions, which it was called Old Fast, that came out this summer. And, uh, yeah, Face to Face, one of those... Trailblazers and early skate punk, SoCal skate punk scene. Right. This is one of my favorite songs here. I like Don't Turn Away. It's a good track. Good song. 
you know, you're gonna. It's it's crazy. Bands are starting to already put out what they're doing next year. Right. Concerts and shows. They will be new albums. Yeah, Face to Face will be at the 2019 Shaky Knees uh, Festival. That's in Central Park of Atlanta, Georgia, May 3rd through 5th. Crazy. May. May. That's six months Well, the lineup is going to get announced. The lineup has already been getting announced for Rebellion. That's in August. There's already a whole slew of bands that have been announced for that show. And next week on Wednesday, so it's coming up for us. When this gets posted, just a couple days from when this gets uh, published, Punk Rock Bowling will be announcing their lineup. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that, that you get this much information already. Um, December, uh, Face to Face is doing their, uh, well, it's not a European tour. It's, it's UK. Okay. It's a UK tour. Um, it's pretty cool. How do we get to shit like that, man? Where's we at, bro? Glasgow? Let's go to Glasgow, Scotland and watch Face to Face. Sounds great. What'd you think of the acoustic version of some of these face-to-face songs, Dustin? I like that. I thought it was good. It's a. Uh, I, I noticed from not just these guys, but other tracks we're gonna hear. Uh, you know, the music and word, the lyrics combined. Sometimes it's uh, things blend together. So when you hear the acoustic version, the vocals come through a lot more clear, and you start hearing words like, "Oh, that's what he said." Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> Fuck! I thought he said something else. <laughs> oh, or. Sometimes I just didn't even know. I just it just sounded like something. But when it comes through cl- so clear, you're like, oh, all right. Is are are any of these that we're gonna play that are uh, as as we hear the beginning of the debate is over from Anti Flag, which is also an it, now an it's, acoustic it's also an acoustic album. So just from this year, you know, we have Face to Face doing an acoustic album, Anti Flag doing an acoustic album. Some more that we'll hear here. In a minute. Five Cent Psychiatrist, but they're always acoustic. Right. No, but I mean <laughs> bands that, you know, doing acoustic right. songs of theirs. Do you like them? Do you, do, you, do, you, do you put them in your top? Or is it kind of like, well, it's just another version of the same song, and it kind of feels like maybe you'd be putting a Greatest Hits album up in that kind of upper pantheon of 2018? I personally don't. So I'm going through all my albums, EPs, singles, and all that. And though I like these... And I like some of these. Some of these are going to be older tracks, but they don't make it there. You know, there's going to be a couple tracks, for example, like the last track of the album or something like that is an acoustic track. And so that kind of gives it maybe uh, an, an edge on some other albums when there's one acoustic track that I really like. But as far as the whole acoustic album goes, it's like, I don't know, I'm not sold like uh, into the acoustic genre i'm listening to that every day it's more right. of a change of pace music for me absolutely let's listen a little bit to uh the debate is over if you want it then we'll come back and talk about american reckoning but don't let them tell you this is on your back the point of contention is how they act where you draw the line will set you free let them tell you this is on your back The point of contention is how they act Where you draw the line will set you free Don't obey
it's got to take some guts, you know, being a punk band, and, uh, you know, you're going to hear my vocals here, right? Sure. Um, it's different. Uh, it's different. We're going to hear Blink-182 track coming up, and I was just listening to most of these earlier today again, and that's one where I really stood out, like, oh, you know, the, the voice, the, the actual singing uh, of Mark and Matt, because that's the, that was that track. Boy, we love Jess O'Lantern. Jess does some just really cool stuff, man. Uh, and uh, this song, I really like the name of The Courtship of the Jersey Devil. Well, our first episode that we did of Acoustic, we did the interview with Jess on that one, and she talked about that. I think yes. you, I don't remember the specific question, but you asked her something, and she specifically spoke of this yeah. track. Yeah. And so that's why I had to play it on this one. Well, just the myth of the Jersey Devil is such a cool thing, you know. It's right. a, American mythology, you know. Uh, the Jersey Devil is New Jersey's Loch Ness monster, right? right. It's uh, you know people have claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil and uh, you know or a Jersey Devil, and hell, the team's even named after it, right? right. And uh, rightfully so, because they are the devil. Uh, but anyways, uh, Jess, of course, kind of a horror punk uh, acoustic done, and uh, she does some really cool stuff, and she's uh, apropos to play around thanks, uh, excuse me, Halloween time, <laughs> uh, and Thanksgiving as well, Dustin. And Thanksgiving. Why not? So yeah, man, Jess, check her out. She's on Twitter at Jess O'Lantern, on Instagram at Jess O'Lantern, on Facebook at Jess O'Lantern. She uh, does every. She's all over New York, right? I mean, she's yeah. all in the whole New England and, and East Coast. Upper she goes Atlantic to some there. conventions and stuff around yeah. there too. And um, follow her on on social media. She does cool stuff. Let's listen to a little bit of courtship of the Jersey Devil, Dustin. That was you pitching in on the vocals right there, dude. Ha ha. Jess O'Lantern, if you haven't, we haven't talked to her in forever. How long ago was that that we interviewed her? Uh, I think it was April-ish. We didn't do a very good job on timing that with like um, some kind of festive Halloween-y type thing, did we? <laughs> nope, nope. Just when uh, we got in contact with her and we were already thinking about doing an acoustic episode, the first one, so it just kind of right. lined up for that reason. But we played Jess on the Halloween episode this year. We did. Played it, played one of her tracks, and uh, yeah, man. Pretty cool stuff. Jess O'Lantern. Check That's her out. That's off bare bones. 
Dustin never seems like we can get through an acoustic without playing something from old Laura Jane Grace, right? Right. I, I think that. I like the instruments that are used on this track. So take yeah. a quick listen. To yeah, you can hear it. kind of these very unique sounds. acoustic version but this is the acoustic version it was released as a single december 21st 2010 right before christmas mm. merry christmas to everybody 2010 <laughs> great job dustin on that one <laughs> already announced frank turner presents lost evenings frank turner and the sleeping souls may 16 to 19 next year in boston mass and uh, they're gonna on the 19th they're doing a greatest hits of Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. And their special guest is against me. Wow. So, uh... Well, against me, some of the band, anyways, currently busy with uh, Laura Jane Grace and the Devouring Mothers. Devouring Mothers. <laughs> That's fucking fun. Lansdowne Street. What's that? It's on Lansdowne Street. In Boston? Okay. Would anyone forgive Robert McNamara? In retrospect, he had to admit there was mistake in going to us with that bus asking all the questions. What Nobody a voice. has that voice right there. What a voice. That spot right yes, there, right? Strange McNamara. Almost has a, an accent to it. Just yeah. I like how this song picks up there. Was, yeah. You know, and just... It's 
cool track. A lot of great bands so far. A lot of great acoustic tracks. What kind of instruments you think we're hearing there? Some maracas? Okay, yeah. I hear the uh, the hollow. It's the hollow piece of wood with the stick on it. Right. And then and then the scraping one too. Is that it's the, got like the? Is that the zydeco? No, 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 no. Zydeco is a music form from, but it's in zydeco music. Okay. But it's it's got like little teeth. Zip, zip. That was fucking cool. What do you got here? This is that Blink One Eight Two track I was talking about just a minute ago. So this so you can this? get off of the California Deluxe Edition. So it's just like an acoustic track on the... Yeah, so it's Bored to Death. Everybody, I'm sure, has heard Bored to Death. If you've heard newer Blink-182, right? Came out July 1st, 2016. The Deluxe Edition did. You'll you'll hear it, man. Here's the shit. I'm not coming home. Save your breath. I'm nearly bored to death and fading fast. Life is too short to last long. Back on earth, I'm broken, lost and cold and fading fast. Life is too short to last long. There's a stranger. I think that uh, Blink, Blink, Blink should have gone to this. This is good. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, it was Mark Hoppus, and now I think you're on Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba is our dark overlord. Right? Remember that shit with, with fucking Fat Mike, and he's like, can we put a picture of Matt Skiba up there? <laughs> with the, 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 the thing behind the stage, the big right. video board. They had a giant NoFX logo, and they're like, well, no, no, make it smaller. Can we just put a big picture of Matt Skiba up there? All hail Matt Skiba. I don't know what his, I'm sure, you know, it's an inside joke. It's funny still, kind of.
I don't know Blink well enough to even begin to guess. Okay. So Chris is not familiar with uh, I'm Blink not familiar with. Oh, come on. <laughs> At least not I'm new Blink One Eighty Two. This was like the track. This was the first single off the first I album. I only remember the one where they're running down the street and they're. Yeah, that was like twenty something years ago. <laughs> All right, Chris. You picked most Ooh. of the tracks on this playlist. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No. I didn't pick this. I would have. I could have. I'm just saying, you picked most of the tracks. The first couple bands, I picked the bands yeah. and then found tracks. Did I, did I, I pick knew a it. bunch of these? Uh, this one and most of the rest. This is fucking good. It is. Uh, I've only picked... This is... Hold on. This is Gaslight Anthem. Yep. Doing Red at Night. Yep. This came out in 08. It's off the album Sink or Swim. Correct. You can find Gaslight Anthem on Twitter at Gaslight Anthem, on Instagram at Gaslight Anthem, and on Facebook at Gaslight Anthem. They're from New Brunswick, New Jersey. It's yes. a good fucking song. It is. Um, I'm trying to remember when we've played Gaslight Anthem, when else we've played them on our podcast. What do you mean? Like, just anytime? Yes. I'm It's a fucking cool song man. We played Say I Won't Recognize From Senior and the Queen And that was on Episode 55 Wow July 10th of this year Right And that's it Definitely haven't played enough Gaslight Anthem huh? That was one of my picks. I was picking a bunch of New Jersey bands. Really? This is their uh, debut album, Dustin. Sink or Swim. It's on XOXO Records. May 07. Um, I can't remember if they had like that. Did they, didn't they have like a hit that was kind of made them popular? Oh, yeah. The 59 Sound Album. Is that is that where it came from, though? Yeah, 59 Sound Album, right? Yeah. They had some other ones. I mean, th- that track I played from Senior and the Queen, Say I Won't Recognize, that was when I first heard them on satellite radio. Mm-hmm. And I just love that track. Yes. I think it's great. And they have a bunch of other cool stuff. Off of this album, Seek or Swim, I'd, I'd uh, call you Woody, Joe, was on uh, the video game Skate 2 and Skate It. Nice. Uh, there was a four-song EP, Senior and the Queen. Yep, that's we, the one. Yep. Which we've done. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, fucking cool band, and, um... Brian Fallon is a very talented guy. Yeah, man. Let's listen to a little bit of this, just because, fuck it. Yeah, man. Do you think maybe less bands? So the next band we're playing is Five Cent Psychiatrist. An interview is going to come Coming up. Coming up to the interview here. After this track. He's beaten by a werewolf and lives, becomes a werewolf himself. So. You love those kind of intros. They're fun. Uh, it kind of adds to a story. To stay on that topic right there, uh-huh. I think when you add something like that, it gives the song more of a story or more of a context for the story of the song. For those that are just hearing a song, sometimes the song's a story. But anyway, uh, I was going to ask you, 
Do you think more bands that aren't like this one? So this is a dedicated acoustic punk band. Yeah. So other bands, do you think more of them don't do acoustic tracks? Because you're not including everybody in the band for the most part. Unless they really arrange it, but from what I've seen, when bands do acoustic, most bands aren't really including everybody in the band. The drummer gets left out a lot. It so doesn't have to. It doesn't have to, but that's what a lot choose to do. So We're maybe be playing tomorrow night. Me and the me and the band are getting together tomorrow night. By the way, are you? Yeah, tomorrow night we're doing a little practice sesh, and I'll be I'll be playing the keyboards and the drums tomorrow. Well, there you go. Every now and then we'll bust out into a little acousticness. You can play that. You can play that. You just get the you know just be smart about your drums, right? All right. Well, this is Lycanthropy off of the album Lycanthropy. From Five Cent Psychiatrist. Interview coming up. Well, I'm a monster inside the body of a man. And this mouth of madness has put your blood on my hands. What was it that you said? Oh, so long ago. You said beware the moon. Let's take two. I am joined now by a couple of the guys from Five Cent Psychiatrist, Dan, Mike. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up, man? Excellent. Thank you for joining. Dan, you do vocals and harmonica, which I, I really do like, harmonica. And then, Mike, you play bass. We're missing today. Who are we missing? We're missing 
Anthony, our guitar player, and Corey, our drummer. Shout out to those guys. Next time we'll catch them. Tell me about the band. Tell me about how Five Cent Psychiatrist came together. You guys are an acoustic punk band, hence you're on our acoustic punk songs episode. But you guys are specifically an acoustic punk band. Yep. yep. Yep, it's acoustic punk. We also, we randomly played a show not long ago where they labeled us fun punk. Uh, so we've been running with that because I think that that kind of sums us up pretty good. And sometimes people get, you know, a little confused with the acoustic punk. They expect us to be like a very typical folk punk band, which we're not per se that. Because we do have the full band format with the drums and everything. Right. But the band started, man, at this point, almost four years ago. Uh, now uh, and it just started as me and Anthony guitar and and singing and uh, harmonica. We just started as a duo. Uh, we started playing some shows around Jacksonville and whatnot. But then we we kind of decided, you know, that we needed to kind of fill out the sound a little bit more because the songs just called for it. Um, as much as we had fun playing the two of us, uh, the songs really called for a bigger sound. So Corey had contacted us. You know, we started playing with him, and we had had a bass player um, for about a year and a half. Uh, before Mike started on. Mike came to us about two months ago. So he started playing in the band around, what, like August, August right? Yeah, like August know? or something like that. So yeah, I mean, and that's pretty much how the band started. The name came from, uh, we were just curious, both myself and Anthony were, uh, we were behavior therapists uh, by trade. Okay. Um, professionally. So we wanted something, you know, to kind of play on that uh, situation a little bit. And we were both Peanuts fans. We decided to reference Lucy in the Five Cent Psychiatrist situation. Right. And the new album cover for Lycanthropy that came out April of this year, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, our little logo uh, skull guy is very uh, Peanuts uh, referenced, yes. <laughs> yes, the album cover is cool. I like that. What got, what made you guys decide to go with acoustic punk? And when I say that, you know, uh, on some of the episodes before we played uh, bands that are playing an acoustic song, typically comes off a little slower, a slower song. You guys, when I say acoustic, you guys still have some really upbeat tracks. Oh, yeah. I mean, we still play. It's just, it just happens to be with an acoustic guitar. Right. And there's a couple of reasons for it. I mean, I've played in, in acoustic punk bands and things like that for quite a many years. Uh, everything from straight acoustic punk to like cow punk kind of feel with, you know, stand-up bass and that kind of stuff as well. But this band in particular, you know, we decided to go with the acoustic thing. A, because when you're playing with an acoustic guitar, even, even in a kind of what we'll call a, you know, a punk band, your ability to play more places opens up, right? So your, your, your versatility is able to be there. So you can't just, you know, you're not just able to play certain clubs. You can play breweries, you can play all over the place, and people aren't as intimidated when it's just an acoustic guitar. At the same time, when we start to do what we do and people see the acoustic guitar, they're expecting something completely different. And I enjoy really upon the first few notes seeing those cocked heads. Nice. Uh, the show we played uh, not so long ago, like people came up to us afterwards and were like, wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> so it's a cool sound. Cool. And, and it, it, it's giving you opportunity, like you said, to play something maybe a little more diverse. So recently you guys played Fest and you played the, the Jacksonville show for Warp Tour. So that it kind of gives you the opportunity to play shows like that. Whereas if you were just, I guess, a regular acoustic band, whatever that is, you might not have those opportunities. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we were playing just, you know, acoustic music that was a little more laid back, it might not have 
presented those opportunities. So, sure. Well, uh, tell me about those opportunities then. Uh, you played Fest. I'm sure that was great. A lot of cool bands. Tell me about Fest. Tell me about your experience. Well, it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, the first day was, you know, there was some getting used to what, what Gainesville was all about, you know, just parking and things like logistical things, right? Okay. Um, but as far as, like, going and seeing the music and stuff, it was it was a blast. Just the ability to go see the diverse amount of bands that there were was great. And just, you know, it was, it was also a good time because you were able to see, like, like I went and watched, uh, like, Tsunami Bomb, and bands that I hadn't thought of in years, which was a super fun time. Yeah, like the second night, right after we played, uh, Lagwagon was playing on the main stage. So we, once we were done, we went over there and watched that. And that's stuff that I had listened to in high school. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, Lagwagon's been really you know, busy. Yeah, Lagwagon's been all over the place recently for some reason. But when we played, it was also nice because, you know, it was a, it was a crowd that sometimes when we play... There's crowds that get us. There's crowds that don't get us. This crowd, the, the people at Fest, they, they really kind of understood and embraced what we're trying to do. And it was a nice feeling to be able to get out there and see people bopping and dancing and, and doing their thing uh, while we were up there. So it was, it, was, it was definitely a fun time. That's great. How was your Warp Tour experience? The Warp Tour was interesting. The unfortunate piece about we we had the ability to play uh, Warp Tour, which was fun. It was a hot day. It was one of the hottest days in Jacksonville when we played so it was it was a sweaty day you know we went we had a good time we played a decent set uh we were on kind of a more local band stage um and unfortunately the time that we played it was when one of the one of the kind of bigger more popular band was, bands were playing so we did have a crowd but was hoping for a few more people but the unfortunate part is is the day that played a warp tour these skies decided to open up and uh, incur the wrath of God upon Jacksonville. So uh, they actually had to cut the day short uh, and wow. didn't get to see bands like the Interrupters and Pennywise and stuff that day, which is unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. So <laughs> That's no good. But all in all, just the fact that like we were, we were able to play, um, we had sent in our you know kind of what application, if you will, to play, and, and were chosen to play. We were honored to be able to, uh, to play the final Warp Tour which was cool. That is cool. That's got to be a good experience there. You know, I guess even if it was cut short. Speaking of shows, for you guys, you know, you being in Jacksonville, you were just in Gainesville, but you played the Jacksonville Warp Tour. When you guys are playing shows, are you typically playing in Jacksonville or the exception of Gainesville? Are you, where are you venturing out to to play your shows? We're typically in the Jacksonville area, right? Yeah, we do go to St. Augustine every now and again. Okay. Which is fun, but really just kind of stay around Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, we went to Gainesville, but now having played Gainesville, this this weekend was actually our first time playing in Gainesville. Um, we definitely need to get back out to that town because yeah, it, was, it was a blast. blast. But, you know, we played some of the, the little kind of surrounding towns, the Jacksonville and whatever, like McClinney, Florida, and, and things of that nature. I would love to get into, you know, some more weekend tour kind of situations and stuff. We're all pretty much you know professional working people so right. we're a little older so it, yeah. it's tough to, to to do the full-on touring uh situation right but, we've talked to a lot of bands um, and a lot of bands are doing like the the weekend thing so they plan hey there's you know three cities and we'll hit friday saturday sunday or, or something like that and you plan those out and that's how you 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 hit it in lieu of 
you know, your two-week to four-week or however long of a tour. Exactly, yeah. We're trying to, trying to do a little bit more of that in 2019 uh, coming up. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get some more of those kind of things, maybe into Georgia or uh, down farther south into Florida and beyond. Right, and you have a, a lot of bigger cities. I mean, I don't know what the punk scene is specifically in those cities, but there's a lot of bigger cities, so you'd think that that'd be a, a good ability to attract at least a, a crowd large enough for you know to justify you guys hitting up all those towns. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, a lot, lot there. Who, if you guys were to do a tour, are there some bands in the Jacksonville area or the Florida or even in the South or just anybody who you would like to go out on some of those weekend adventures or a week-long adventure, something like that, with another band? Who would it be? Um, I mean, we have a few, you know, a few bands that are uh, that are friends of ours in town. That that would be really fun to to go out and do it. Um, Friendly Fire is a band that that we've gotten close to. Um, the Concrete Criminals are another band here in Jacksonville that I think would be really fun to go play with out there. Kid You Not is another band in Flag on Fire. Rated Youth. Uh, they're 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 a cool little uh, kind of punk rock type band. Um, there's also another band called Blurred. They're like you know quite yeah. young. Uh, they're a bunch of young younger guys. So, but they, they you know they'd be a good time to get out there with as well. I'm trying to think what else. I mean, we had some touring bands come through that we enjoy playing with too. That if we were gonna you know go on the Florida leg of their tour or something, that'd be cool too. There's a band uh, called When Particles Collide who are, we're pretty friendly with. And, of course, Zombie. Um, those guys are great, too. So right. if we were able to play with them on some of those things, that would be fun, too. Tell me, you know, who, what, what style of music? So, you know, just reaching out, you know, there's like a, an oi band. They typically are going to play with other oi bands. But it's not always necessarily true. You being an acoustic punk band, who, what style of punk uh, you know, when they come to town, are you guys jumping on the the lineup with all of them? All of them. Yeah, we don't really discriminate with playing. We'll play with anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, perfect. You know, I don't care if I don't care if, if Slayer comes into town and they want to. You know, they're like, "Hey, you guys want to open?" We'll be like, "Yep, we sure do." Perfect. <laughs> that, um, you know, that's the right attitude. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, and I I really you know it doesn't matter to me who comes into town, I will play with them all. You know, I was, I was recently watching like a documentary on, uh, on some of the bigger punk bands that have ever come. Yeah. You know, like I was watching the, uh, what is the Bay, uh, documentary that just came out, turn it around. So I was watching that thing about the whole, the whole, uh, scene with Operation Ivy and all those guys. And they had said like a lot of those bands, Operation Ivy, Green Day, all, all those bands that got stellar big, uh, during that whole era, they didn't, they played with any band that came through. It didn't matter if they were a boy band, if they were a metal band, if they were a punk band, if they were an indie band. It didn't matter. They played with them all just because they wanted that exposure to different uh, demographics, if you will. That's smart, and I, I think your music isn't you know, a specific genre, as in maybe a hardcore battle, you know, band is maybe more specific. But yours is maybe uh, more uh, fluid as far as some of the styles go. Right. Yeah, we try to keep it a little diverse. Right. While we're on the topic of playing shows, you guys still have one coming up. You're playing a show this weekend. So by the time this airs, uh, you'll have just played. But you're playing in uh, Jacksonville again this weekend. Is that right? Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah, the. It looks like it was the Jack's Veg Fest. What is that? Uh, last year was, I think, the first time they did it. Um, and now they're making it an annual uh annual events and essentially now we're not vegan uh we're not even vegetarian for that matter 
Um, I do like to eat some vegetables, but essentially <laughs> this uh, this weekend's thing is it's a it's a very large vegetable fest, right? Everything from vegetable vendors to <clears throat> vegan, you know, people talking about vegan whatever whatever thing the vegan <laughs> people talk about. So it's it's kind of a diverse thing. There's going to be food vendors. There's going to be vegetable, uh, local grown vegetable vendors there. There's going to be live music. There's going to be people doing um, spoken word and just kind of uh, informing people on that lifestyle, uh, whether it be, we don't know whether it's on the preachy end of things or, or the more informative kind of health uh, benefits. I didn't go last year because I didn't know it was happening, but this year we're we're well aware, so we shall see. So you guys are just going to, to play a set and, and check out what's going on. That's it. Yeah, we're playing a much. set, and and we're actually uh, I'm running sound for the day with uh, with Corey, our drummer. So so we're there we're there for the whole deal from start to finish. So we we shall see what it all uh, what it all entails. But I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. Um, it looks like I mean on the on the you know invites you know it's got like three thousand people interested or going to it so nice but we shall see yeah that should be a decent sized crowd for you yeah 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 you'll pull them away from the the vegan speak and the vegetables for at least a you know half hour or so right (laughs) put down your vegan hot dog and come here (laughs) (laughs) uh what are some bands that influence the music that you guys are making well i mean we do um we do short sets. We also do like long shows. We'll play like a three-hour show every now and then. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we, we play for quite a long time. So we're pulling out all of our originals as well as some covers. And we cover everything from the Misfits. All the way to Jane's Addiction. Yeah, it's all over the map. And we, we cover some 1950s like rock and roll tunes and stuff. But everything is done in our style. You know, everything kind of gets the five-cent psychiatrist treatment to it. But as far as like stuff that influenced, I mean, all of us, that's kind of the nice thing. We all have different influences that kind of come in and and that meld. I mean, I am a huge, like, R.E.M. and Morrissey geek, but I also <laughs> love the Misfits and Minor Threats and the Gorilla Biscuits and that type of stuff. I know our guitar player is a huge Misfits fan. He's a big uh, Gorilla Biscuits guy as well. Loves all that hardcore scene from, like, the 90s and stuff. But also is influenced by, like, Bright Eyes and uh, Aaron West in the Wrong 20s and stuff. Um, Mike? I range from old-school metal all the way up to acoustic rock songs. Right, and I know Corey's big into, um, he was originally from Chicago, so he's big into the Chicago punk scene. Um, loves things like, you know, Naked Ray Gun and, and the Smoking Popes and all those kinds of bands, the Queers and, and all that stuff. When you guys are playing the, those three-hour shows and, like you said, you, all those cover songs, but you're putting your twist on them, that's got to take a lot of time, right? You know, practices and stuff like that. It's not just, all right, guys, we're going to play another hour, so let's let's try this when the drummer starts on something and everybody jumps in, right? So you guys are investing a <laughs> A lot of time yeah, into you know coming up like with your that. set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that's the thing. We've we've been building this set for for over the you know the time we've been in the band. Uh, you know since the band was started with just me and Anthony, we've been building this this set you know together. Um, Mike had the tough time of having to learn everything in August. You know, yeah, I had to learn <laughs> thirty songs in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, so, your 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 catalog, as it were 
are you guys released a single? And I'm just going off what you guys have on Bandcamp, so I don't know if you have more out there for people to get. But you, you released a single in August 2016. You had a, a seven track with uh, the 10 minute. 10 minutes means an hour at Ode to Punk Rock Arithmetic. That was 2017. And then with uh, Lycanthropy, you guys, 10 tracks there. So you've released, looks like, 18 tracks. And then you got your cover songs, and I'm sure you probably have other stuff that you haven't released yet. Is that what is comprising that uh, three-hour set? Yep, correct. Pretty much. We we do have a a really interesting take on Misfit song. Uh, What is it? Some Kind of Hate with uh, We Mash It Up. With uh, "Stand by Me," nice. That's a really interesting song. Every time we play it, everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" <laughs> that that's cool. But, yeah. but you have somewhere where folks that aren't in Jacksonville that haven't attended one of your shows can go check out. You know, maybe a, a little more than what we were playing here for. You know, like the cover tracks and maybe a little more of what you guys do on those longer sets. Yeah, we actually have our. our full set that we played at fest that we just put up on youtube a couple days ago so is that on just a youtube channel or we're just going to go search in youtube five cent psychiatrist yeah a youtube channel yeah if you look up uh five cent psychiatrist on youtube you'll find uh, the channel there perfect Um, and we have quite a few quite a few um videos up on there some of them are you know quote-unquote official videos um like we just recently put out a a single for uh, the song reverie on lycanthropy like we you know put together a stop motion uh animation video with gi joe figures cool so we did that but then there's also stuff like oh we decided to record this song at practice and put it up there kind of thing um and then like mike said we just put up the entire set from fest uh put that together this week and and put that up on the channel so plus you guys told me earlier that you have uh, another track right the title track of the new album you're putting a video together for and so that should be coming out soon too yep yep so we're, we're trying to figure out when we're going to um start kind of like what we'll call principal photography uh for the new video um which is going to be for lycanthropy so it should be a super ton amount of fun a lot of werewolf stuff and makeup and ridiculousness so oh, it yeah. should be fun it's gonna be fun you guys are also on social media and you're on facebook yep. and instagram at five cent psychiatrist that's number five anywhere else that we can find you guys. You have a website, or is there somewhere else you guys are posting or uh, putting content out besides the YouTube page? Essentially, the Bandcamp site is kind of the like right now. It's it's what we're using as our main site. People can get merch there and, and all that stuff and download the album. We're also on Reverb Nation, and as well, they can you know download all the stuff on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, it's available on Amazon Music, Google Play. Okay. So, you know, all of those, all those anywhere where you can stream music, it, it's on there. Yeah. You know, that's all digital. So we're talking about digital copies uh, of your music. You, had, you said you had merch. So what kind of merch you guys have? You got shirts, and do you guys have hard copies of some sort, whether it be CDs, cassettes, or vinyl of your music? We do. We do have CDs of everything. We have CDs of all the releases. Uh, and like I said, so coming up soon, we will be putting out a 7-inch, uh, split 7-inch with uh, with Zombie. Uh, that should be sometime in 2019, which that will end up on there. We have shirts, koozies, koozies stickers, buttons, patches. We have Oops, so what oh, tumblers. Yeah, the tumblers. Nice. That's Pretty a lot. Sure that's, that's a... Perfect. It's always nice to I, – I like getting the, the hard copy, especially 
you know, I was talking about that album cover for Lycanthropy. That's a cool album cover. So to, to have that at least on a CD is more than just getting the, the digital copies uh, of the music to hear. Yeah, I agree. I think that's part of, unfortunately, uh, what's what's lacking now in music is that people don't get to experience the whole thing. You know, they don't get to experience the artwork of it all and everything. Yeah, as long as you just get one song, you just kind of miss out on it. Cause I remember as a kid just, like, having a CD in my hand, and I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. And you're just looking at all the, the artwork inside when you open it up and all that stuff, so... Right. And it's almost, you know, it's a bonus track almost. You're not really hearing it, but it's, you know, the songs are a story of sorts, depending on the song. But the album cover is also a story, especially if they're done yep. well. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. I've got one more question for you guys. We okay. uh, There's a segment on the show that we do called Guilty Pleasure. So we like to ask people, you know, what's a guilty pleasure? What's something not punk at all? You know, Chris has recently, he's been playing some outlaw country uh, on the end of the show. That's what we wrap up our regular episodes with is something not punk that we talk about. So what's something not punk at all that you guys listen to? I like that you can start uh, with that. I'll, I'll, I, I know exactly where, where mine is. So Yeah, uh, honestly, it's either the Counting Crows or Lady Gaga. <laughs> nice. Just heard from somebody last week they said Lady Gaga. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, I, I don't know what the other guy's guilty pleasures are, so I can't speak for Anthony or Corey. But myself, I am a huge Neil Diamond fan. Nice. Huge Neil Diamond fan. So I've been trying to push people to do a Neil Diamond cover for years, and nobody wants to grab onto it. <laughs> it's upsetting to me. Well, there's so many uh, songs. Are you just happy if the, they'll gravitate towards any one of them, or is there a specific song or two that you're trying to get everybody to do? Nope. Anything. Anything. As long I as it's Neil the, Diamond. I have the entire I have the entire discography and the box set, so I don't care which one we do. <laughs> uh, just anything. Well, hopefully you can talk them into it. You know, when you when you need that three hour and five minute set, you can throw in the Neil Diamond. Exactly. That's right. It's time for Forever in Blue Jeans, damn it. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything you guys would like to add? I appreciate you taking the time. Is there anything else we need to know about Five Cent Psychiatrist that we didn't cover yet? I mean, mainly, like we were saying before, just whoever's listening, just please follow us up on Facebook and uh, YouTube. Subscribe to that and all that stuff. Check the videos out there for sure. There's some really good stuff that we got out there. You know, and and if you have it in your heart and your pockets, please support any way that you can um, because it definitely helps us out to – continue to put out stuff and create cool fun content for our youtube channel and stuff excellent it's worth it the tracks are cool we've already played some uh we're going to play another one here in a moment guys thank you a lot for joining me i really appreciate it and have fun at the veg fest the jacksonville veg fest <laughs> no problem man thank <laughs> you I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a message let you know how it was perfect i appreciate it all right guys thank you all right awesome. thanks man
Yes. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> what? Now, special thanks to the Five Cent Psychiatrist. It was uh, because of reaching out to them, you know, talking with them and arranging an interview that I decided to do this acoustic episode number two. Fun interview. Uh, so thanks to them. Go check them out if you're in Jacksonville or anywhere they may get to because uh, it sounds like they're going to try to get around. Chris, you picked this. What'd you pick? Rise Against Hero of War. Cool. And uh, it's a, it's a uh, it's a good protest song, bud. Good protest song. I think that it's uh, you know what I've noticed, Dustin is is I see uh, protest songs being used by the other side because uh, they don't pay attention to what it's actually talking right. about. The song "Born in the USA," Dustin, right? Is about it's not about like yeah, I'm so glad. It's it's like I'm, this is where I'm from, right? Well, people are only hearing chorus right right born in the yes everybody's yeah. singing along to that because that's what people t- typically yeah. sing along to anyway but the story of a song usually comes in between those every time you're doing that chorus and that's probably what they're probably neglecting the, probably the most here. awful neglect of of using a protest song is the dropkick murphy song take the bastards down which they sang for the teachers against Scott Walker, and fucking Scott Walker used it at one of his events. <laughs> and Dropkick Murphys wrote him a letter saying, we kind of fucking hate you. <laughs> this song starts out with an army recruiter asking the person, you know, to, to enlist, right? Adventure, money, and all this stuff, right? See the world. And then the person that he's singing about sees how destructive war is, right? See what it makes him and what it does to him and how... and and. And it's so hard because in the end, people see him as a hero and they just see his medals and his scars and he's so proud, they're so proud of him, but he's like, I don't feel that way. And songs like this, I feel very kindred to being that, you know, uh, I, you know, having experienced things like this myself, right? Where like... Oh, thank you so much for your service. And I'm like, you know what? I, it was my pleasure. Is what I tell people. It's my pleasure. I, I always say that. And I say that because, you know what? I, I love the guys that I served with, but not everything that we did was fucking what we wanted. Right. Right? So let's listen to a little bit of this song so I don't just talk through the whole thing. I asked her to stop. I begged her to stay. But she pressed on So I lifted my gun And I fired away And the shells Jumped through the smoke And into the sand But the blood now had soaked She collapsed With a flag in her So he's like, everybody's so proud of him. He's like, fucking ice tricks, right? 
It came back to the you know recruiter saying, "Come you know, see the world." All right, so powerful song. Yeah, I think track. Cool. Yeah, great track for sure. Chris, I bet you have not heard this one yet. Where am I? Takers and users, crack a lid. This isn't one of mine. I picked this. I know how I know you picked this. How's that? Because it's from the UK. Hell yeah! (laughs) What do you got, Dustin? This takers and users from back bars and alleyways. This is crack a lid. Last track on the album. Not not in our episode. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say, well, we'll see you guys later. Most of the play the fucking outro. <laughs> Most of the tracks are last tracks on the episode. <laughs> the albums, yes. Said all the episodes again. <laughs> got it. Got it backwards. <laughs> Ooh, Skittles. Get the drinks and beer, man. Yeah. Gotta crack a lid. This is this is an acoustic track right here. It's not protesting anything. Tomorrow. It's just fucking let's crack some beers, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck protest. Let's get drunk. Uh, I like the protest song, though, too. Yeah, I probably more than... Well, both have equal credence in my hierarchy. Me too. So sing a song, take a trip, meet new people, they like on thick, live your life. Live your dreams, cause it ain't as long as it seems. Just say yes, say okay, cause we'll meet again someday in another life and another time. We'll meet again on down the line, so crack a lid, raise a glass, say some words for those who have passed. Don't like say that. farewell, yep. don't say goodbye, cause they don't wanna see you cry. And although the fuck fast may not be. Like you said, one of the cool parts of acoustic is you get a chance to hear all the words, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool, man. I love that. You know, maybe, maybe a little more so than sometimes where it kind of fucking blasts at you a little bit, right? Right. Yeah, that is Takers and Users from Belfast. That's where they're at. Could you tell accent, Chris? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. This came, that oh, album came out a year ago, October 18th. Oh, shit. All right, Chris. All right, are you ready to do this? I, yep. don't, know if you're, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Chris picked everything else. You it was kind of a mix before there, but now everything for the rest of the episode, Chris picked. OH! 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 I-O! Oh, I that? say O H I O. There you go. It's how Ohio State fans cheer. One side of the oh, stadium. I'm not an Ohio State fan. Fuck you. Anyway, um, neither am I. Um, well, yeah. I'm just saying that's why I didn't know. People it. from Ohio do it all the time. I took a chance. All right. Dustin, this is Defiance, Ohio. They were one of the most popular folk punk bands ever. You go on their Bandcamp page. They got hundreds of fans. They haven't done anything since like 2012. Yeah, I noticed. Or 2015. You, they even have their ago. own website, defianceohio.terrorware.com. And they, they on their Bandcamp page, you can find them on Bandcamp, defianceohio.bandcamp.com. Dustin, haven't done anything lately, but when I went on the old Reddit and I typed in, help me find some acoustic punk bands, 
I had a few people lend me a hand on some of these tracks, bro. Oh. And like so, uh, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you got to play Defiance Ohio, but you'll get sick of them quick. It's kind of like what I got from it. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Like, even the, the people that were like, oh, yeah, they're a great band, but then you play their album too many times, and it's like, eh. And it's because they haven't put anything new out since 20, 2012. Sure. This is Chad's favorite song. Not the person named Chad that told me to play it, but it's Chad's favorite song. It's the name of it. It's released at Ot 4, Dustin. Nice. I was 24 years old. I had a little bit more pump in me. <laughs> Share what you got, the album. Play it. Punk Monica. There it is. Good build up. Bring it all together. The sun is shining through distant bitter clouds that make me choke and cough and scream. This music makes me want to get fucked up. Watching acid raindrops fall. This is not the life I want to lead. Fuck yeah. Defiance Ohio, big shout out to all the guys on Reddit who, uh, who helped me out finding them. Dustin, Mischief Brew. What do you think of Mischief Brew? Man? I liked it. I listened to it. Did you take a listen to this? I did. It's pretty cool, man. Mischief Brew, they're right out of Philly, bro. DIY anarcho-punk, man. Some American folk, some swing, some gypsy punk. Dustin, gypsy punk. Gypsy punk. Lots of albums, lots of releases. I didn't know there was more than one Gypsy Punk band, Chris. <laughs> I love it. I really like this album, the whole album, Songs from Under the Sink. I enjoyed it. I, I just, it stood out to me. Came out not six, so it's been out for a while. This song is Thanks, Bastards. Maybe that's a little plugged in. Yeah. But they fit the genre of what you know what I mean? Maybe right. I didn't follow the rules, but I followed the spirit of it. There you go. To the mayor and the commissioner, your monster is alive now. She's taken to the streets, crashing through your opera house and tearing at the seats. For all the times to sign your name, someone out there dies. Found the wallet. Honestly, what other episode would we play this in? You know what I'm saying? If we come up with more than two gypsy punk bands on a gypsy punk episode, how's that? Shit, I don't know. Oh, I love that. That's the part that Chris plays when him and his buddies... That's me right there. It's got him and his neighbors. Me and my neighbors, yeah. When we're fucking getting hammered playing grunge music at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning... Pretending like we're fucking 16 in 1996 again. <laughs> I love being a Gen Xer, bro. 
the piano man. Homeland security versus civil liberty. Studying in the shadows of our state. I've seen the bones that try to hide. Cut through livings on the side. The flood of U.S. bathwater displaced. Funeral march of all the victims of your power war. Rob the right to steal the night, and rebels shall be born forevermore. You're the storm, we shall play after it pours. Enjoy is sure to come after your silence. Enjoy is sure to come after your silence. Can you catch the anarcho punk in there? Thanks, yeah. Bastards. Right? Thanks, bastards! Chris, uh, something Thanks, I noticed bastards. about this genre, this acoustic what punk. What do you think? I like it, and this is not a knock on it. It's going to sound like a knock. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead. I'll but listen. It seems like the songs take longer, you know. So like a three-minute song seems a lot longer than a, a, a plugged-in three-minute song to me. It seems like it takes longer to get from point A to point that, B. I think that it's stretches. I think it has to do with just a, a much slower tempo. Yeah, it's the tempo, right? Right. What do you think of What do you got here? What do you got? Have you have you found this track, D- Dustin? I found unlisted track. Hidden tracks. Yeah, this is an album from the '90s. Yes, it is. We, those of you that listen to the regular episodes, I've been playing with this a little bit lately. Uh, this is Jawbreaker. It's off the album Dear You, and this is the unlisted track. The last track of the album. Yes. Yeah. Not the episode. Yes, you had to let it play to the end of the tape. And if you tried to flip it, fucking track one on the other side of the tape was all fucked up now. <laughs> so you had to listen to it all the way through, Dustin. Play a little bit of this unlisted track, Dustin. I see the ghost of a better world living in your disbelief and ghosts. Now everyone tells me they're crazy. Crazy people aren't so fucking boring. Wake me when you're through being cool Cause I'm snoring and hoping To see you beside yourself Show me the raw stuff of you Would you do it for yourself Or for me We both need a change your fear of normalcy is hardly strange. Let's be freaks, plain clothes police. Let's be deliberate, cause it's obvious to me. Deliberately, weird is pretty obvious. Dustin, did you have this CD already? No. From 95. Well, I, I knew of Jawbreaker. I'm not that familiar with Jawbreaker. I know they're, they're a pretty big band. Yeah. And I know I probably sound yeah. like a moron saying it that way. But uh, I've just never been into Jawbreaker myself. Okay. But they just did a couple shows like back-to-back there in Northern California. They're from San Francisco. Right. So in the Bay Area, they just did a couple shows. So I'm sure. Well, they 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 were active from '86 '96, and they they and then they broke up, and they came back in 2017. Right. I uh, I had to do this. Well, where else would we play this song? Right. I mean, never. But 
I mean, for fuck's sake, dude. They played this at, like, all of our graduation stuff. Shit, they probably did. I don't remember, but I'm I, sure. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I don't remember, but I know they did. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this, this came out October 97. We graduated. 98. 98, right? So this... So this, that happened senior year. This happened during our senior year. It was a new year. song at that time. Right? And, and they played the fuck out of this. Everywhere. The fuck. It was on all genres of radio station. Right. And it's Green Green was one of those first bands that were punk bands. And, you know, there's some grunge bands and some metal bands over the years that have kind of bridged that gap into, like, your adult pop or adult contemporary kind of... Where those songs will get added on, like a track or two. This is like one of those songs that 30-somethings listen to now, and they're like... Right, right. Whereas I don't remember shit from high school because I was so fucking concussed the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I made it in the fucking army. Anyways, this is Good Riddance. It's off the album Nimrod. The band is called Green Day. Little, Thank you for that. Little band from Northern California, from the Bay Area. Little in the sense that there's few of them in the band. Sold the hell out. <laughs> No, I can't badmouth the man. You know, I've been watching a lot of documentaries on punk, and and I only hear good things about Green Day. I mean, the fact is, is that the Gilman who banned them for life, Green Day fucking saved. Yeah. They fucking paid to fucking save the Gilman. So it's like, eh, you guys, it's like, even though they fucking turn your back on, even though you turn your back on me, I never turn my back on you or the scene. Right. It's, it's pretty much what Green Day was saying. Which is pretty fucking solid. Like yeah, cool it. song, man. Just reminded me of my senior year of high school and yours. Yep. And uh, just thought it'd be kind of fun to play that. Hey, uh, coming up next. <sighs> Come on, Billy. Put the fucking guitar away, son. What's up next, Chris? What'd you pick? Flogging Molly, Dustin. I like Flogging Molly, Chris. I do too. They're fun live. Man, they're fun live. They are. Dustin, Flogging Molly is a Celtic punk band. It's, it's Celtic rock. Not always so punky. It's their willingness to maybe have certain lyrics or certain speeds. It would pull them in. Um, but yeah, cool song right here. If I ever leave this world alive. Mm, there it is. We set it together. It's from the album Alive Behind the Green Door. You can find them on Twitter at Flog and Molly, on Instagram at Flog and Molly, on Facebook at Flog and Molly. They are from Los Angeles. So I always felt like Dustin. That as far as uh, Irish Celtic punk in the U.S., it was Dropkick Murphy's East Coast, Flog and Molly's West Coast. Sure. You know, um, as I met more people that were uh, more punks, especially being in, in the Army, being in Germany, right, I'm meeting guys from all over the U.S. And anytime there's a West Coast guy, they're like, Flog and Molly's. And anytime there's an East Coast guy, they're like, Dropkick Murphy's. And I was like, who? <laughs> Tell me more, you know. I, I um, Anybody bringing up the the big band from the north, Canada? The, um, the what are they called? Uh, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, so no. The Real Mackenzies, right? Real Mackenzies, yes. No, there weren't any Canadians in the American Army. All right. Not one. Well, there's one, but he didn't stick around. He fucking went AWOL. <laughs> Years later, I called him. I was like, dude, what were you doing? He was like, I fucking had it. 
He just, hey, dude. Dude cleaned his barracks room, put all his shit away, cleaned all of his equipment, laid it out really nice, got on an airplane to Toronto, and never came back. Wow. And when, when we went into his room to find him, there was all his shit laid out, fucking immaculately clean. So that way, you know, it didn't burden us to turn his shit in. We sure. turned it into the to the TA-50 point. And, uh, and years later, I was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, hey, thanks for cleaning your shit and not leaving a fucking mess for us. And he's like, I would never do anything to hurt you guys. It had nothing to do with the guys. It had everything to do with the leadership. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I fucking respect him just as much as I respected anybody else I served with, man. Like, you know what I mean? He fucking really ended up in the end taking a stand for what he believed in. Right. You know, so, good for him. And unlike some people, he actually went through basic and all that too. Give it a try. Yeah. Canadian punk, you know, Celtic punk. I was thinking Mahomes. You were thinking. What do we got here? Oh, dude, Andrew Jackson Jihad, right? This is a short song, Chris. Play it all. No more HIV, no more tweaking. No more drugs, immune systems being weakened. Just happy times and half-ass rhymes and minds with minds and years. But most of all, I want no more tears. No more bad times, no more bummers. No more SUVs and no more Hummers. No more racism, no more discrimination. No more fat dumb fucks keep people out of our nation. We're all one big band all across this land and we should sing in tune. Let's grow the walls to break the walls, we've got to do it soon. But most of all, I want no more tears, no more crying, no more sunlight or dying. Andrew was Jackson it. was president of the United States and he killed as many Indians as he could his entire life. It's disappointing. And so, that's the... It, it, they are definitely anarcho-punk there, right? Right. And uh, uh, great protest song. Hey, Dustin. Last one to die, bro. This is on the extended version of Let the Dominoes Fall. How much you love this fucking song, dude? I love this band. How much is, play, fucking turn it up, dude. Nobody's listening to the end We got it right. You got it wrong. We're still around. Last one to die. Dustin. While I was putting this, while I was 
helping put this episode together, I thought to myself, why don't we play bands we like more often? Like bands that we absolutely love, you know what I mean? Like Rancid. Why don't we play more Rancid? <laughs> I feel like, on one hand, of course, we love that band, and every time we play them, we'll talk about how much we love them. But we're not making, you know, the show, the Rancid show. With I, I feel though that we're, we're because we're afraid to do that, that we don't play enough. Enough. You know sure. what I'm saying? Well, there's some of your favorite. You might have bands. noticed that throughout my picks that I've made for the next couple of special episodes, you see a lot more familiar bands that we both love. Okay. This is Rancid. Dustin, tell me how I can find this on Let the Dominoes Fall. It's the extended. The extended. Version. Yeah. yeah, you got to get the extended version of the album, right? And have a handful of acoustic tracks, including this one, right? And we can play all of them. <sighs> We're not going to. Nice. We have Dave two tracks left. I, I'm gonna I, play the I fuck rearranged out of your tracks just a little bit because I think you're la- the last one after this. It's, on, it's not really a punk band, so I kind of put it at the end where we really? do guilty pleasures. Okay. Huh. Okay. So now you're on your last punk band. Well, Dave House. And he's the loved ones. There you go. We're going to play the hell out of this album. Uh, this came out beginning of November fun, November 1st. Dustin, I'm warning you right now, but I don't know if you've noticed as we put together our list of favorites for the year. I don't know if you've noticed that quickly Dave House, like, Went into like four of our episodes. <laughs> this is so it's going to be on your top it's, EPs. It's, oh, definitely. I mean, what? There are four songs on it, right? Yeah. Three of them have already been. Three of them are going to be on. We're going to play on our show. Okay. So it's kind of. Yeah, I think I, I see quality, and it's like oh, that's quality, bro. It's fucking good stuff. This is uh, September Haze, right? Is the album? Yep, that's the album. Shaky Jesus is the song. Twitter at House Dave, Instagram at Dave House, <laughs> Facebook at Dave House Music. He's from Philly. Yep. Fucking legit, dude. Didn't we accidentally see Dave House? Yes, opening for uh, Against, me Against Me and Bad Religion. Yes. We didn't even know Dave House was playing, right? Yeah. Well, at the time, oh, I didn't know Dave House was the singer of the Loved Ones. And, he was and we got there Love early, and we're like, oh, we don't know what's going on. We're just getting drinks, and we're at the bar. And I start hearing songs like, I know that song. And then I know that song. I remember like, you I know going, that song. I know that song. I know that song. And, and then like, you're like, the Love Ones. we need to get out there. Yeah. And we went out there, and we were both like, and you're like, fuck, how did we miss it? You were so mad. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck, why did we miss this? Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't uh, know who Dave House was. Yeah, right. But I know the loved ones, and I right. knew uh, you know all the tracks, and he's playing a bunch of those tracks because he was just recently, Fucking you know, departed from the loved yeah. ones. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Come and she calls me holy, holy. I come and she calls me holy, holy. Make her come when I call. 
cool man dave house is fucking fantastic and and uh, yeah man fucking when you could head a punk band and fucking fucking put together something so pretty right it's fucking right? cool to me you know what i mean theory of a dead man dustin from british columbia i read something that they changed their name to just theory is that true i don't know oh. the song is angel it's the acoustic version of Angel. Right. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm weak. Maybe I'm Oh, yeah. I remember this song. Yeah, dude, just trying to find stuff at this point. It's a cool song. I, just, I liked how it sounded. I think right. I just got more acoustic. You know, you could probably tell that as I get later on, I just get more just, I'm just playing acoustic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you put filler into the episode. Maybe. This is this is definitely my guilty pleasure, Dustin. That's why I put it on the end. Right? This and the Dave House song, which, you know, it's it's Dave House is clearly not doing the, the punk stuff with this. Not with that track, no. Right. You know, but... I, I just think he's fucking fantastic, so, um, because I'm biased as fuck, and not afraid to share my bias. What do you think? Did you remember this song on the radio? Uh, the non-acoustic version, yes. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucking listen to this. The non-acoustic version sounds better. You think so? Yeah, th- to me it sounds a lot different. episode bud let's do it chris hey big shout out and thanks again to everybody Five cent psychiatrist well i was gonna say thanks to everybody that's listening 
And yes, thanks to Five Cent Psychiatrist. Thanks for joining for us. For joining us. We sure appreciate it. And of course, if you're still listening, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Hit us up on uh, social media. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. You can find me at Another Punk SLC. And you can find us at SLC Punkcast on Instagram and Twitter. Or not Twitter. We're on Facebook there. Chris, that is it. That's it. www.slcpunkcast.com. Are you ready to do this? Yep. Play the fucking intro. Da-na, na-na, na-na.